Hey, what's going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here uh, to break down the four game CSGO main slate on Tuesday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates, esports, including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Contract CSGO. Also, I just want to again say thank you guys for all of the support. Uh, we're at 3.4 thousand subscribers now on YouTube. So if you guys enjoy this content, uh, if you leave a like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Those things do help me out to continue to put out free content for you guys. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, uh, it's just the DKDFS show. The link is in the description below. Um, if you could take a couple of seconds Saturday, leave a five-star rating and review. That would also greatly be appreciated. Um, also, again, if you guys are interested in PGA content, I'm working on my spreadsheet right now. going to have a video up. For uh, the tournament starting Thursday tomorrow. Um, again, working on that spreadsheet. So be on the lookout for that video tomorrow. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we get into players and the prices for Tuesday slate, what we can do is look back at my lineup here from Monday slate. So Monday went pretty good for me. Um, finished 37th out of what is it, 284, I think, entries in this $33 tournament. Now, 282. We'll get to that in a sec, but playing this $33 tournament consistently, if that's like all you play, it is not a good payout structure, right? I finished, what, 37th, again, out of 282, and not didn't even double my money, 60 bucks, right? It was $33 entry, so the payout structure in this one, it, again, it's not great. So you play this consistently, it is hard to, to make money, right? If that's all you play, it's just this $33 tournament, the, usually 2K to first, sometimes we 1K to first, but... Um, yeah, not a very great payout structure if you're if you're looking to um, you know consistently make money. But um, all right, yeah, let's go over my lineup here. So Zai in the captain spot. I knew he was gonna be chalky, right? I just figured he had the most upside of anyone on the slate. I wanted to get him in my captain spot. I did. 156 in the captain spot. You know, I'll take that all day for Zaiwu. So he had a really solid day. Um, paired him with RPK. It was him and Shocks, the two guys I mentioned. If I could have got to Shocks, which I actually could have, I could have played him over Valde there. It would have been a lot better day. I could have made a lot more money. Uh, but I paired RPK with Zaiwu. He was okay, right? But Shocks was really the one you wanted to pair with Zaiwu, who was, again, those are the two I mentioned. Um, and then I used Tapson and Xantras. Xantras actually had a subpar game for them winning 2-0. He still wasn't bad, right, for 7.4K, 56 fancy points. But normally, more often than not, again, he was really popular. He's going to outperform that salary. And then those tabs, and they had a big day for me. had 90 fancy points again in a 2-0 sweep. Um, and then I went with the two guys uh, from OG, with Valde and Issa. Um, both, both were okay, right? Issa a little bit better for his price, and he was, you know, my favorite value play. Uh, 66 and a half fancy points, Valde 55. So, all in all, it, it was a good day, right? Um, you know, finished pretty high in this tournament um so yeah that's really the look back there of my lineup from monday now we can do uh what we can do is we can look at the odds here for these games so the early game north versus heroic not on this one so you don't have to worry about that we have nip and godsent uh nip minus 250 favorites we have ensign phase phase also minus 250 favorites g2 movistar riders g2 minus 526 favorites uh, and then on the North America side here, we have 100 Thieves and Liquid. Liquid minus 185 favorites. All right, let's start with the first game. Well, first, let me get to the slate. Uh, also, not that's uh, relevant, but we do have NBA Millionaire Maker. I did tweet about that uh, when NBA comes back in about a month. So super, super excited about that. Probably will be, do again, we'll be doing live streams. I know the games kind of start earlier in the day, though, so 
on work days it might be a little bit tough for me, but um, I'll definitely try to live stream whenever possible, whenever I can. Um, all right, let's yeah, let's talk about it. So NIP and Godsend first game here uh, on the NIP side. So yeah, and I was kind of bringing up with this team, but the issue with targeting uh, players on this, on this team is they're a little bit more of a balanced team, right? Kind of besides Hampus, you have Plopsy. If you look at his numbers last stream, the months 0.69 and 0.65. As far as kills pound, deaths pound, knock 0.72 and 0.63. He's been playing the best recently. Rez at 0.68 and 0.67, and then Twist at 0.62 and 0.62. Uh, Hampus not, it's still in play, right? 0.63 and 0.7, but not not great numbers. Um, so the price points here, Plopsky and Knock are normally the two guys that look to the most. Um, when you got Knock at $400 dis- difference uh, discount off Plopsy, I'm going to take that, right? Uh, I think for that reason alone, Knock's probably going to be the most popular play on, on, the, on this team. But he looks like the, um, the ideal play, in my opinion. Um, and then with Rez and Twist, Rez at 7.2, Twist at 7K. That's almost a toss-up for me. Um, again, I would much prefer getting to knock over those two guys. But if you wanted, if you didn't get one to get up to Plopsy and wanted to save a little bit of money and pair knock with either Rez or Twist, again, that one's really a coin flip for me. Uh, Hampus at four point six, I think is in play, right? Because you know NIP are favorites here, right? Minus two fifty. So there's an, a decent chance they could win two zero if you're just focusing on the odds. Uh, Hampus, again, not. A guy that has enormous upside, but at 4.6k, if you get that 2-0 sweep of plus 20, he's probably going to pay off uh, for you. So I think he's in play if you think uh, they won 2-0. Um, but yeah, that's really my thoughts on NIP. Again, kind of a tougher team to break down because uh, they're normally all priced about the same and, and just get a, a balanced team. So um, that's the tricky part about them. On the Godsend side, ugh, I really wish they didn't raise Farlake's price up this much because I really wanted to play him on this one. 9.6K, that's just a contrarian GPP option now at this point. If he was like 8K range, I would like him a good amount even below that. But 9.6, it's hard to really make an argument for him. Again, cash games, you avoid him for sure. Um, but I think again, he's still in play for GPPs because that price alone will just make him even more low on, right? He was already going to be low on because they're underdogs, but now he's overpriced. Now he's going to be super low on. Now, again, the reason why I still think he's in play for GPPs is because when he's playing well, he has that potential to put up 90, 100 fancy points, right? So if Godsense winning, it's probably most likely going to be because of Farleg, and if they can win easily, right? If they can win a 2-0 game, you could see Farleg put up 90, 100 fancy points. So that's why I think he's still in play for GPPs, but definitely not a cash game play. And even in GPPs, right, I don't think he's a, even a single entry play. I think he's just a multiple lineup. If you're making, like, ten lineups, I'd probably play him in one, right? So um, very, very contrarian play. Still like his upside, but it's tough for me to recommend him over some other guys at his price. Now, Crystal's a 4, at 4.4 is a complete stay away. He is... Uh, not good numbers at all. They're underdogs. Uh, yeah, terrible numbers, actually. I think the worst in the slate. 0.5 kills pound, 0.71 dust pound. Not good. But the good thing about that is the other players on the team have to do a little bit more. So Stiko, Sticko, however you pronounce his name, Zen, and, and Madden, I, I think are all in play. Um, all above, you know, 1.0 KDs for the last few months. Uh, Madden, 7K. Zen, 6.6. Sticko, 6.4. Stiko, um, I think they're okay, right? And these are guys that are, are just going to go low on on the slate because what people do is people look at the odds uh, and then they just play the favorites. 
So, you know, these guys, I, I still think Godset could win this one. Um, I think those those three, kind of in that mid-tier uh, to value range, are definitely viable. Um, and now let's talk about Movistar Riders and G2. So, again, we have G2, the biggest favorites of the day, at minus 526. Yeah, I don't know. G2, I know they're just such an inconsistent team. Um, I don't I don't agree with those odds necessarily. Now, if G2 was underdogs playing against a really good team, so say like it was what, about a month ago and Astralis is still together, normal core, and they were playing G2. And Astralis were huge favorites, and I was like, you know, I kind of like G2 here because when they're playing really well, they have the potential to beat the best teams in the world. But when they're off their game, they can lose to anyone. So that's why it's tough for me to really fully recommend that recommend them with confidence. G two, they kind of remind me of like a Navi, right? They can beat really good teams. They can look really good, but they can also be really bad against like bad teams too. So yeah, those odds. I still like G two to win, but I don't know if they should be that big of favorites because they're a very you know again kind of inconsistent team. They choke games. I think they're the team that chokes the most games. If, if um, you all guys watch a lot of CS:GO, uh, they're kind of limping in this one, right? Lost three of the last four. Got 0-2 against Godsent, who is you know not the best team, uh, and then lost 0-2 against Fnatic too. So they're they're a little bit limping in this one. Movistar Riders. A little bit of the same, right? They've won some games, but again, not against the best team. So, again, I think G2 should be favorites, but I still think there's there's a chance. Uh, oh, hold on one sec. Sorry about that, guys. I uh, got a phone call. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, like I said, I think G2 should be favorites, but there's, there's a tough, really tough team to trust. Let's talk about the G2 side first. So, we have Kenny S 8.8, Hunter 8.6, Nexa 8.2K. I think all look pretty decent for the prices. I think DraftKings did a pretty good job pricing them up, right? You know, sometimes between those top three guys in like the the, the mid seven k range, but now they're priced accordingly. Um, all three are pretty similar. It's always ownership wise, though. Hunter's always going to be the highest one of the three, and, and it kind of sucks as he's always my favorite play, but he always seems to be the highest owned. Um, if you scroll through the, just those three guys and their numbers, right? So if Kenny has 0.68, kills one, 0.63, death round. Nexa, 0.69 and 0.66. Then Hunter, 0.74 and 0.68. So again, um, Hunter is kind of the more aggressive player. He's the one that initiating the gunfights. Kenny has to use the AWP. He can make those clutches. Whereas Nexa is kind of the in-between guy, but can have, you know, those big games. So he's had games where he's definitely carried this roster as well. So with them, those three again being similar plays, being pretty similar in prices. Um, I think it's almost a toss-up. I think, you know, ownership-wise, it's probably going to go Hunter 1 and then Kenny S. Nexa, but I think you can make an argument for Nexa to save a little bit of money if you want. If you just want to pick one of those top three guys. I'm okay getting to Nexa over, over Kenny S. and Hunter. Um, so it's really kind of, you know, what works with roster construction purposes. If you have a little extra money left over, maybe you want to spend up for either Hunter or Kenny S., or if you need to save a little bit of money, you could use Nexa. Um, I think you can run two of those three if you want to, too. If you want to go like a full G2 stack, since they are uh, big favorites, right? You could do like a three-man stack, maybe two of those top guys and one one of the bottom two for value, right? I think that's a viable build, too. Uh, Jax at 7K. Now you're getting a little bit of separation there with those top three guys. So not the best numbers, right? 0.65 kills from 0.68 dust from, but he's also had games where he's looked really good well on this G2 team. So I think he's viable, but I personally would rather get to Amanac and save a little little bit more money, right? Similar numbers, right? Jax is a guy that's in a little bit more gunfights, but they're pretty similar numbers-wise. 
Amanac, uh, about $1,000 difference are at 6.2K. So I like the G2 roster a good amount. I think you make an argument for anyone, kind of like I mentioned for Big yesterday, or yesterday. Um, it's kind of how I feel about G2. I think all five are viable, and it really it depends on roster construction purposes. right? I think a popular build for tomorrow is probably going to be at least two G2 guys. Um, I think you could run a th- full three G- G2 stack if you wanted to. But again, this team, I got to warn you, they're a very inconsistent. So I think there's still a chance Mobius Star Riders could pull off this upset. So um, you can never feel really too confident about G2. Um, on the Mobius Star Riders side, um, I think there's probably only one guy I would have interest in. That's Alex at 7.6K. But I mean, he's in that contrarian option range of cash hand viable, no way, GPP viable. Yeah. But still, even so, like I don't know if I'll get to him. Now, sure, right? If Movistar Riders comes and mops the 4G2 and they win 2-0, you're probably going to see an enormous game from Alex. Um, so I think he, he's a viable GPP pivot. The other options on the team, uh, it'd probably be Lowell next since he has the, 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 he's the only other guy that is positive KD-wise uh, for the last three months. And he is, I believe, the second cheapest. Yeah, at 6K. So it probably would be Lowell. Um, but I don't think I would go crazy with my Movistar Riders exposure. I think you could run a two-man stack. It probably would be those two guys, Alex and Lowell. If I, if you want to get different, right, because you know everyone's going to play J2. They're the biggest hitters of the day. Um, I think you can still use one of those guys as a one-off if you wanted to, right? Um, maybe you want to – maybe you think G2 could get upset, um, so you just want to use like one as a one-off and just you only play one guy from this game. I think that's okay, too. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts uh, on that second game. So now let's talk about Phase and Ents. Um, this one's sitting at minus two fifty favorites for Phase. Eh, I don't know. Uh, both teams have really limped into this one. Both teams have lost four of the last five games. Some against not not the best teams. Um, Phase is winning the head-to-head series four to two. But yeah, I don't know. Again, with both teams playing so bad. I feel like the odds should be a little bit closer. Now, again, historically, FaZe probably is the better team, but both not in the best form. Let's talk about the FaZe side first. You have Nico at 10.2K. That's a little bit tricky. Normally, I'm, I'm a guy that, like, when FaZe is on the slate and they're favorites, I try to jam in Nico. But when he's at 10.2, like, at, at a Zywoo price point, mm, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to... I don't know if I'm going to try to jam him in and say, no, again, I still think he is in play. I think that price will lower the ownership, which is always good, right? When you can get a, a lower-owned Nico, that's always a good thing because this guy has enormous upside. We, we know he can put up 100 easily. He's done it a lot of times uh, recently. So, And there are favorites. Um, so I think Nico is a good play, but you're probably going to have to overpay for him a little bit. Um, now, if you're comfortable with value plays, yeah, get Nico in there, right? I think he has a very, very high floor, obviously. He's one of the better Counter-Strike players in the world right now. Uh, with Brokey and Cold Zera, Brokey at 7.4, Cold at 7.2K. Um, both are pretty similar plays. Uh, again, they're pretty similar prices. Brokey, 0.66, Hills round, 0.57, Dust round. Using the op, he, he's looked pretty good. Cold Zera hasn't been the best recently. His number's kind of dropping a little bit, 0.69 and 0.63 as far as Kills round, Dust round. So with those two, I usually prefer Cold, but it, it seems like Brokey's been outperforming them recently. That one's, I think, a coin flip for me. Um, I really do. I think you can play both. If you wanted to go a phase stack, maybe don't go Nico, right? Maybe just go Brokey and Colt. I think that's a viable strategy, right? I don't think if you if you play phase, I don't think you have to play Nico because of his price. 
Rain at 6.8, for me, it doesn't make sense to get to him. I would much prefer getting to Cold and Brokey for a little bit more. Now, can Rain outperform this guy? Sure, we've seen Rain put up big games, but um, you know, looking at the price and looking at the numbers, I would just prefer getting to Brokey and Cold for a little bit more. Now, BMS is a guy, a very frustrating DFS player because he can be good, right? He's had games where he's carried this team. He also has a super, super low floor. So hard to trust in cash games. I think he's a GPP viable play. Uh, but yeah, if you just look at right, some of these scores, 33 and 49 and 19 40 is most recent games. But before that, 45 and 30, 51 45, right? So a very up and down player. But when he's playing well, he can definitely outperform that salary. Now let's talk about the end side. So, uh, if we look just in this game, right, if we just look at FaZe and Ents, uh, Alu looks a lot better than Nico to me for about a, over $2,000 savings. Um, Alu coming in at 0.75 kills per round, 0.60 deaths per round. If you look at him compared to Nico, sure, Nico may be a slightly better, but he's you know a little bit more of the aggressive player where Alu uses the op, maybe not in as many gunfights, but when you get about that 2K difference, right, I think I'm going to prefer Alu to, to Nico. Um, so yeah, I think Alou looks pretty good at that price point. Um, I think he's probably about $500 to $1,000 too cheap, whereas Nico, you're probably $500 overpriced. Um, so yeah, I do have interest in Alou. I think you can run players on both sides of this game if you want to, um, because again, I think Alou is slightly underpriced. The odds, again, people are going to look at the odds. He's going to go low-owned, um, but I think he's a guy that does have upside at that price point. So I like him a good amount for as a GPP play. Is he a cash game play? I think the price does make him viable in cash games, but I still don't know if I, I would pull the trigger for cash games. Um, the other players on this team, so seven, the new addition, is probably a stay away. Uh, Sonny, Sergey, and Ariel. Um, Sonny and Ariel, both negative in the kill-death department the last three months, where Sergey slightly positive. Um, you have Sergey at 6.4, Sonny at 5.8, and then Ariel at 5K. So I think... The other two guys that I mentioned would be Sergey, and because, you know, positive KD at 6.4K looks decent, and then Ariel just because he's the cheapest. So that would probably be the guys I would look to on the end side. Probably Lou, definitely my favorite play, and then Sergey and Ariel I think are, are viable punt options. Lastly, we have Liquid and 100 Thieves. So the odds in this one, a little bit closer, but Liquid minus 185 favorites. Now, I think the Liquid guys are going to be really popular in this one because... Um, if people do a little bit of research, right, they can see Liquid has absolutely dominated this series against 100 Thieves, 18 to 4. They, if you just look at look at these most recent games, I don't think Liquid's lost a map uh, in these games against 100 Thieves. Yeah, they haven't really. On the games that they have up here, and you can go look at more historically, but Liquid has been dominant. So um, both teams, you know, the last five games. Both of them, two, two of the last five, or with 100 Thieves have won the last two. Yeah, I, again, both kind of limping in, I guess. Um, but I think the, the liquid side is definitely going to be higher on because they're favorites. They've done, obviously, you know, better against, uh, really good against 100 Thieves historically. So um, let's talk about the, the prices here. We have a Legion 9K, NAF at 8.4. That's a close one. When you have a Legion, NAF about the same, I'm always going to go a Legion. When you have about, what, a $1,000 difference or so, I'm, I'm going to the edge to NAF. A $600 difference is, that's really a coin flip for me. Um, again, when they're priced the same, I'm definitely going to go Liege, but 
I think they're both priced about right, so it's tricky. I think, again, both are a very, very similar place. Leech probably has a little bit more upside, but you got to pay $600 more. So both, uh, again, I think a good place, and it's almost a coin flip if you're going to make me pick between those two. Um, Leech, good numbers, right? 0.77, kills from 0.68, deaths from. He has the upside to put up 90, 100 fancy points, kind of like a Nico, right? Um, and then Naf also has good numbers, 0.72 and 0.63. As far as kills per run, deaths per run. But the guy that, that stands out for me at his price is Twist. He, DraftKings, he always seems to be underpriced. 6.8K, that seems really too cheap um, for a guy that has um, positive KD, right? 0.69 kills on 0.63 deaths per run the last three months. Again, they've beat 100 Thieves every time they've played him recently, and they're favorites, and he's under 7K. So for that reason alone, I think Twist looks like a really good cash game play a really good play in general. I think he's going to garner some ownership for sure at that price, but he stands out to me a lot on this liquid side. He's probably my favorite play if I wasn't going to go the liquid side. Uh, Stewie 2K and Nitro. Stewie 2K at 6.4, Nitro at 5.4. I think those are two guys that, that are okay, right? They don't really have the best numbers. Uh, Nitro, 0.58 kills per round, 0.68 deaths per round. Stewie 2K, 0.63 and 0.71. So I think I only look to those guys if you think 100 Thieves win 2-0, which is... I think definitely possible because they've again, really dominated this 100 Thieves team. And lastly, the 100 Thieves side. So, yeah, they've been, Liquid just has, seems to have their number, but is this the game where 100 Thieves bounces back and maybe they win? You never know, right? Again, I think no one's going to play these 100 Thieves guys, but if you look at the prices here, I like the prices in these guys a lot. Um, they're only, what, plus one, 141 underdogs? Not the biggest underdogs. So this is definitely possible. Um, and they've been in, in relatively good form recently, right? They've won the last two games. Uh, JKS at 7.2 and Jakeem at 6.2 especially. Those two really stand out to me. Now, I think you can make an argument to play a Jakeem as a one-off. Maybe you still want to go liquid. But, you know, the price is so cheap on Jakeem that if this game stays close, I think he's definitely going to outperform that salary. Now, sure, if liquid wins 2-0, then probably won't get you there. But if this game is relatively close, goes three games, I think you could play players on both sides. Right, and twist for his salary looks pretty good. Maybe, maybe go twist and Jakeem, right? Maybe just go value in this game. And you hope it stays close, right? Those two guys do stand out a good amount for for their respective prices. But I also again do like JKS a good amount. He's the guy that has the most upside in this team. 0.74 kills per round, 0.60 deaths per round. Jakeem sitting at 0.7 and 0.68. Gratisfaction at 0.7 and 0.66. So those three are pretty similar numbers. But I would probably rank them for the prices. Jakeem one, JKS two, Gratisfaction three. Now, AZR and Lias, again, I know I talked about this a decent amount, but they've been in a pretty good form, too, and they've had games where they've been on the top of the leaderboard for this team. So another team that is a little bit more balanced, right? I would compare them kind of to NIP. So not saying AZR and Lias are out of play, but I would just, like, if I was going to play someone on 100 Thieves, it would just be Jakeem for me, right? If you're looking at, like, a cheap option, I would rather play him for $400 more than AZR, rather play Jakeem over Lias for $600 more, so... Oh, again, Jakeem is definitely one of my favorite plays there for his price uh, on this slate. Um, all right, let's talk about captains on this one, and let's talk about for cash games. So for cash games, again, if you guys are new to DFS, you don't care about ownership at all. You just want to play the optimal plays, so the best plays. So who do I think the best plays are on this slate? Well, I think a couple of those G2 guys, right? I know they're an inconsistent team, but the biggest saves of the day. So I think, you know, probably considering... I think you can make an argument for any one of those five, really, for cashings, right? 
You could even go Amanek in the captain spot and then maybe just jam in a bunch of those studs in. I think that's a viable build because what you're hoping for again is the 2-0 sweep. So I think almost anyone on the G2 side, um, I think, you know, probably the two cheaper options in face of Brokey and Cold uh, would be the guys to consider on phase for captain. I think you can still go Nico too, but again, you're going to have to pay overpay for maybe a little bit. And the end side, again, I still think a Lou might be cash game viable. And then uh, the liquid side is probably Twist, Naf, and Leech for me. I think you can still consider Jakeem because he's so cheap at 6.2. And then the NIP Godsent side uh, probably would be knock for me. Uh, but, you know, again, on the NIP side, you, you can make an argument for a lot of those guys because they're a little bit more of a balanced uh, roster. So, yeah, I think the popular approach tomorrow uh, is going to be probably a couple guys from G2. I, I just think the favorites, right? So a couple guys from G2. Uh, maybe one guy from NIP, maybe one guy from FaZe, maybe a couple guys from Liquid, right? They're just going to go for the four favorites, right? So it's going to be NIP, G2, FaZe, Liquid. That's There's going to be a lot of ownership uh, on those four teams because they are the four favorites. So what I like to do for GPPs is I like to play a lot of the chalk because chalk is chalk for a good reason, um, but I like to get different in one spot. So yeah, I'll probably still target at least a couple of these favorites, but I'm I'm looking to get different in one spot. So Maybe I take a shot and overpay on a guy like Farlick, right? That's a, a very risky option. Maybe I go one-off an Alex. Maybe a Lou, right? Or, or the 100 Thieves guys. What I'm leaning towards right now to get different is I'm looking at a Lou and probably those 100 Thieves guys. Maybe as a one-off or maybe I want to go the end stack. Maybe I want to go the 100 Thieves stack, right? So that's kind of my mindset right now. Again, I haven't really messed around with roster construction too much, but that's probably how I'm going to get different uh, on this slate. Um, but yeah, I think that is going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you could like this video. Again, subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. Those things do really help me out to continue to grow this channel. Um, again, PGA, guys, I'll have a video up tomorrow, finishing up my spreadsheet right now. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but thanks again. Hope you guys all have a good night, and I will see you in the next video.